This is the Runa Revival Podcast. Today, we are starting a series called Putting Our Needs in His Hands. Our topic for today is The Need of the Multitudes. Today, we'll be looking at Luke 5, verse 1 to 3. In that scripture, the multitudes had a need. They had a need to hear the word of God. In our days, do we not have the need to hear the word of God? The multitudes knew that they had this need, so they went to Jesus to go and hear him. Sisters, do you know that you have a need to know God's word? Do you read the Bible daily? Do you know that you need to read the Bible to understand the word of God? Do you know that you need God to help you to read the Bible? Sisters, ask God that he will help you to know that you have a need of hearing the word of God. The multitudes knew that they needed to hear Jesus' words, so they begged him, they asked him for him to come and tell them the word of God. Sisters, go before the Lord, go on your knees and ask him to explain to you his word. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this matter. Father, we just thank you for your love, your faithfulness towards each and every one of us. Even as we start this new series, I am praying that you will open our eyes to see you, our provider, you who is more than happy to meet our needs in accordance to your word. Have your way, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. I want to welcome you to this new series on Women in Revival. This time we want to look at putting our needs in His hands, putting our needs in the hands of God. Without any shadow of doubt, women we have various needs. To some of us, our need is emotional. To some of us, it is financial. To some of us, it is spiritual. To some of us, it is marital. To some of us, it's regarding our children. Our needs differs from time to time and depending on the season of life, we find ourselves. But I want to encourage you that whatever season of life you are in now and whatever need is facing your life as a woman, maybe you are a mother, a wife, a widow, whatever situation, whatever life season you are now, I want you to know that you can confidently put your needs in his hands. One of my children kept mentioning the fact that the scripture says God allow his rain and even his sunshine on both the just and the unjust. That is our God. He meets the need of both the unjust and even the just. Amen. So I am praying that you will come and discover God in a more deeper and a more personal way as the one whom we can trust with our needs. Remember, you can contact us on plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five, and you can visit our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk, and you can get our podcast on our app, Women in Revival app, which you can download on Google Play, or when you go on our website, you will find a means to download our app. I am praying that as we go through this one-week series, the Lord will engage your heart and speak to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Today, I want us to look at the need of the multitudes. 
we'll be settling throughout this series on the book of Luke chapter 5 verses 1 to 11. If the Lord permits, we will move to other verses. If not, we will settle down just on Luke 5, 1 to 11. So let us consider the need of the multitudes. The need of the multitudes. Let us read the book of Luke chapter 5. Now we will read verse 1 to verse 3. I am reading from the King James Version. And it says, And it came to pass, that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. May the Lord bless his word as we share thoughts together on this series. So we are looking at the need of the multitudes. The need of multitudes. Multitudes were those who were just following. And even in the midst of that, Christ saw their need and he did not neglect the need of the multitudes. So let us see what the Lord wants to share with us on this series. Here in Luke chapter 5 verse 1 to 3, first the Bible says, These people, this multitude were pressing upon Jesus to hear the word of God. We can see from that verse 1 that the need of that people at that time was the fact that they were hungry for the word of God. They pressed on Jesus in order to hear God's word. And this was the need that faced these people at that time. And is that not the need that faces many, many women, even in our time? I am very glad that at least the multitudes, these people knew they had the need of the word of God. And they pressed on the Lord Jesus. They knew the right place to go to receive the word. And also for you, every need of yours will only be met in Christ Jesus. As you press on him, as you follow him. As you discover him day by day. So we are told that there was a need for the people. There was a need for the multitudes. And Jesus knew they had this need. And Jesus was willing to meet that need. In order for the Lord Jesus to meet that need. He stepped into the boat that was by the lake of Gennesaret. Christ knows what to do in order to meet that need that faces you. Christ knows what to do in order to meet your financial difficulty, in order to meet the need of that special child. God knows what to do in order to meet the need of your special need child. God knows what to do in order to meet the challenge you faces regarding your marriage. God knows what to do regarding your health. God knows how to meet your diverse needs. We saw that in verse 2, Jesus entered the boat. He entered the ship and spoke in order to meet the need of this group of people that were pressing on him. 
Matthew chapter 9 verse 36 says, But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. So here we are seeing the state of the multitudes. This is the general state of multitudes. Multitudes are as sheep without shepherd. Multitudes are usually scattered abroad. Multitudes are usually fainting. Multitudes are usually harassed here, right there. But when Jesus saw them, what did Jesus do? He had compassion on them. He was moved with compassion. Maybe for you, the need in your life has taken you to various people. And because of your vulnerability, because of your need, people have taken advantage of you. Christ will not do that. Christ had compassion on the multitudes. So it was compassion that Christ had upon the multitude that pressed on him by the lake of Genazareth. It was that compassion that caused Jesus to enter into the sheep that was standing by the lake of Genazareth. It was the compassion that Christ had on these multitude that caused him to take a step further. If he had compassion upon these people that were pressing on him, do you think he has changed? He hasn't changed. The book of Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8 says, Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever. The Christ who went extra mile, who was moved with compassion upon the multitudes, upon the people that pressed on him, is also the Christ today. He wants to meet your need. Christ who met the need of these people who wanted to hear God's word is also very much alive today. He wants to meet your need for sound doctrine. Many of our churches are filled with adulterated messages. The messages on buying property, business deeds, the messages on prosperity and that to the point that many of our spiritual souls are languishing. Christ wants to meet that need. Many women, we are going to church day by day, but we lack the understanding of God's word. Even as Christ stepped into Peter's boat, he wants to meet your need also. He is willing to take a step further in order to meet your need of his word. Are you hungry for his word? Are you in need of the undiluted truth of God's word? Have you been seeking? Have you been searching what the word of God says concerning a particular aspect of your life? Have you been wondering? Have you been languishing in darkness, not knowing what the will of God is concerning a particular aspect of your life? Christ, who met the need of the multitudes at the lake of Gennesaret, is the same today. And he is ready to shine his light, to give you his word 
concerning that need, concerning that situation in your life. Maybe you have been roaming from one place to the other. In the time of these people, there would have been many rabbis. Yet, these people did not go to any of those rabbis. They went to the Lord Jesus. They knew where to go to. Maybe you have been going to wrong places. Maybe people have made you a prey. Your finances have been spent and you are spent. Maybe men are abusing you because of the need that faces your life. Crisis, come to me. He has the word of eternal life. As he met the need of these people at the lake of Gennesaret, he will meet your need of his word. Every need that we have on earth, honestly, is met. God has provided us with the Bible to resolve every need of human. And I am praying that you will discover God more in his word. You will hunger for his word. That as you are hungry for his word, you will go to the right place. You will go to the right website. You will go to the right church. You will go to the right ministry where you will be pointed back to the word of God. For the moment that need is met, you will be able to be stabilized in God and you will find out that you can face whatsoever comes your way. I am praying that even as the Lord is sending this podcast on your way as a means to meet your need for sound doctrine, as a means to meet your need for undiluted truth, I am praying that you will be willing and mother willing to press on He who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. podcast. Today we are continuing a series called Putting Our Needs in His Hands. Our topic for today is the need of Jesus. We have been looking at Luke 5 verse 1 to 3 and today we'll be seeing how even Jesus had a need. Jesus had a need for Peter to give him his boat so that he could indeed fulfill the needs of the multitude. Sisters, God has a need. He has a need for you to come and give your life into his hands. Give your whole life to God. Maybe you are going through emotional challenges. Maybe your marriage is starting to break down. Go to God. Trials and tribulations that you may go through may be God's way of saying, I have a need. I have a need for you to give me everything. Your life, your marriage, your work, everything. Your children. Sisters, put your needs into God's hands. Jesus had a need for Peter to give him his boat. God has a need for you to give him your life. Sisters, be not weary in well-doing. No matter your situation, whether you're going through troubles in your job, whether you're going through troubles in your marriage, maybe it's with your children, no matter where, no matter how, still, put everything into God's hands. Work for God. Still do what he tells you to do. Deborah Shinobi, and I'll take us further on this matter.
thank you, Father God, for this series once again, even as we continue today. Teach us, open our eyes and our hearts, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for still joining us on this series, Putting Our Needs in His Hands. If you have missed any of the episode, go back to our website, www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk, where you will find any episode that you have missed. If you search for whatsoever episode, you will find it. Also, if you have a need to contact us, you want to chat over an issue, do feel free to contact us on plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five. And on our website also, you can go on our contact us page and send us whatsoever you want to contact us about and we will respond to you as soon as possible. Last time on Women in Revival, we were looking at the need of the people, the needs of multitudes. Multitudes who were pressing on the Lord Jesus. They were seeking to hear the word of God. And Christ did not turn them away. Christ did not ignore their needs. He met their needs. And even in our time, in our days, many, 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 many women, we are in famine. Our soul famished, to be honest with you. Many women, we lack a deeper understanding of God's word. I used to be like that. The only books of the Bible that I might probably read was Psalms, you know. But when God met my heart also, my story changed. So we saw that when these people had that need to hear God's word, Christ stepped down. Christ took extra step to meet their need. So you can trust Jesus. You can put your need in his hands. Maybe for you, it is that of that girl child. Maybe it is that of your son. Maybe you are thinking, how can I find a good fellowship for my children to grow? A good fellowship for my teenager to grow. Why not contact us and we may find a way to link you up. And maybe it is you personally. You contact us and we find a way to link you up. Amen. So today we want to go a step further. And look at the need of Jesus. In that book of Luke chapter 5, for me, there are about four needs that I found there, which we'll be looking at gradually. Yesterday, we saw the need of the multitudes. So let us look at the need of Jesus. You mean Jesus, the, the one through whom the heavens and the earth was created, had a need. So let us go to Luke chapter 5, and we read verses 1 to verse 3. Again, I'll be reading from the King James Version. And it reads, and it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two sheep standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the sheep, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down. And taught the people out of the ship. This is the gospel of the Lord. 
and i am praying that as we share a few thoughts together again the lord will engage your heart the need of the lord jesus we saw in verse 1 that the people that pressed upon jesus had the need to hear the word of god so since this door of ministry was open since these people with need have approached jesus then we saw that jesus also had a need to meet the need of these multitude what i am taking from these verses is that jesus wants to meet the need of other people and he wants to do this through my life i don't know whatever your life need is could it be that yes you have a need even in the midst of your need he wants to use you as a stepping stone for another person you know i am bringing to my heart joseph in prison he had a need while he was in the prison yet god used him to meet the need of the butler and even the baker isn't it he met the need of their dreams he interpreted their needs so the first thing i want us to keep in our hearts is the father even though we have a need christ also has a need that he wants to meet even though i have a need he will meet my need as he also meet other people's need through me you remember that widow of zarephath that god sent elijah to you know she had a need and god sent to him a man with a need and do you know that as that woman met the need of elijah her own need was also met so jesus had a need and i have had many stories of families who adopted children and thereafter god opened their own so here we are seeing that there was a need for the multitude to hear god's word and christ also now needed a boat to teach from what was jesus's need jesus had a need of a pupit to teach the multitudes to teach the people that were pressing on him christ found the boat of peter you know there were many other boats there yet it was peter's boat that christ chose to meet his need and you will notice that even this peter that christ chose to meet his need had his own need he had tried to fish all night long yet caught nothing so despite the need in his life christ did not say well he has a need don't let me go to him to meet this need christ stepped into his boat in order to meet the need of others so what am i trying to take from here christ has a need maybe life is difficult for you and you have been so anxious and you have been so angry and frustrated with your children with your husband i want you to know that even in the midst of that your need christ wants to reach your husband christ wants to reach your children christ wants to reach your colleagues don't allow your need to overwhelm you the multitude had a need christ also had a need to reach these multitudes and christ stepped into the boat of peter a man in need and the need of the multitudes were met and the need of peter was also met as we see next time when we come 
it is my prayer that whatever your need is, you will learn to lay your need into his hands. One of the things that I have been counseled from elders in the faith is this. I remember some elders in the faith as they spoke to us, myself and my husband, some years ago. Two different people. And they said, in this season of life, one of them particularly prayed for us, at least even two of them, I think two of them, that the Lord will open doors of ministry for us, that it is good when we just pour ourselves into the service of the kingdom, even though we have in it. I, that I'm speaking to you, I am not without need. I have a serious need in my matrimony. Yet in the midst of that, my need, I have learned to respond, yes, Lord, to the Lord's need. Who am I that is mindful of me? Who am I that is beckoning to me to be an answer to his need? Imagine the maker of the heavens and the earth. He who has 10,000 cattle upon the hills. He who has all gold, all silver, all continents of the earth. is saying, I have a need. The honest truth is that with Peter's boat, with that Peter's boat, Christ would have taught those people. But for Jesus to want to reach those people through Peter's boat, I am seeing Christ wanting to help Peter. So my encouragement to you as we finish today is don't be weary in well-doing. I think we should look at that scripture. In Galatians chapter 6 verse 9, it says, Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. The master has a need. That troublesome child, that stubborn daughter, that stubborn son, that child that has made life miserable for you, that husband of yours that seems not to be cooperating with you, could it be Christ's way of saying, give me space, meet my need as I meet your need? Could Christ be wanting, honestly, Christ, what need will Christ have that is not able to meet by himself? He is the all-sufficient God. God is able to meet his need. But it is a privilege if God is saying, let me walk through you to help that child of yours. Let me walk through you to help that son of yours. Let me walk through you to help your colleague, your husband, your siblings. Don't be weary in making yourself available for the master's need. For in due season, you will reap if you faint not. Even though Peter should have fainted, having fished all day, he allowed himself to be channeled through Christ, through whom Christ would reach the multitudes. Beloved, God still has a need today. He wants to meet that neighbor of yours. Christ wants to be the Lord over your husband's heart. He wants every member of your family to be saved. But could it be that you are Christ's road to reach them? Could the challenge that is facing your life today be dropped in Jesus' hand as he walked through your life to make ways even where there seems to be no way? 
I pray the Lord help you as you respond also even to the need of the Lord. Amen. This is from the Revival Podcast. Today, we are continuing a series called Putting Our Needs in His Hands. Our topic for today is The Need of Simon the Fisherman. So far, we have seen that the multitudes had a need, Jesus had a need, and today we'll be seeing how even Simon Peter the Fisherman had a need. When Jesus just climbed into Simon Peter's boat, a normal person would have shouted at Jesus, Go away! How could you just come into my boat like that? And now you're saying that I should cast out my net? I'm an experienced fisherman. You're just a person that I don't even know, really. How can you be saying that I should cast out my net? But no, Peter did not do that. Peter said, This is the situation. We have not caught any fish. This is not the time of day to catch a fish. But he said still, Nevertheless, I will. Sisters, no matter what problems, what trials you're going through, maybe you're going through a divorce or a separation, maybe it's your children, maybe it's your job life, no matter what it is, give your needs into God's hands. Say that this is a situation, this is impossible on human terms, but yet, but through God, it is possible. Sisters, What Jesus said that he would do was something that, even nowadays, scientifically, was impossible. Simon, as an experienced fisherman, would have been able to say, No, this can never happen. But yet, he said, Nevertheless, I will. Sisters, give everything into God's hand and say, Though this seems impossible, though this seems unable to work, I give everything into your hands. Deborah Shinobi when I said this further on this subject. Father God, I just want to thank you for all my listeners and the various needs that faces their lives. You who met the need of the people you are still very much available to meet our needs so i thank you for this series in jesus name amen i want to thank you for still joining us on this series putting our needs in his hands we saw the multitude who came and brought the need in their lives they need to hear god's word they brought it to the lord jesus many women have been sold lies because they were seeking to hear the word. They were seeking to hear the truth. And unfortunately, they are falling into the hands of hirelings. Some have actually fallen away from faith. 
Some are now in wrong religion. Why? Because there was a hunger to know God more. And unfortunately, they have been severed from God. But for these multitudes, they went to the right source and Christ was able to meet their need. And yesterday, we also saw that even Jesus had a need. And the need of Jesus was the need of a pulpit to meet the need of the multitudes. Christ had a need of a pulpit. And Peter's boat became that pulpit. Christ, through whom all things are made both visible and invisible, had a need. He had the need of a pupit to meet the need of the people. And that reminds me of Judges 5.23, when the Bible was saying, Cosmeros, who refused, who did not come to the help of the Lord against the mighty. Wow. So God has a need. Christ has a need. And I think that is very, very humbling to see God saying, let us partner with man. Let us partner with human to meet this need. It is a privilege. And from generation to generation, I have come to understand that whenever God wants to do something in someone's life in a particular place, he looks for someone to partner with in order to carry out whatsoever his will, whatsoever his purpose is for a particular person or for a group of people. That is how God operates. The Bible says the heavens and the heavens belong to God, but the earth he has given to the children of men. He gives us the earth to operate. He wants to partner with us. Whenever he wants to, he will say, I sought for a man amongst them. He always seeks for someone who can work with him in order to meet the need of another. If you have any need of counseling, go on our website www.okofrighteousness.co.uk Go on our contact us page and send us whatever your request is and we find a way to get back to you. You can also listen to our podcast various series on our website or maybe it's a particular episode that you missed. Just go back to our website. You will find it there. And if you have a need to contact us, Please do feel free to connect with us. You can get us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five. You can get us on WhatsApp via email. Use any means that you can to contact us. Do not suffer in silence. Whatsoever your need is, let's chat over it and let's see how the Lord might be able to help us further. Today, we want to look at the need of Simon the fisherman the need of Simon the fisherman so again let's go to the book of Luke chapter 5 verse 1 to 7 this time and again I'm reading from the King James version and it reads will you open your Bible as we read together and it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two sheep standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, 
and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land and he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. So we've looked at these three verses so far. The multitudes having a need and Christ himself having the need of a people to reach the multitudes. Now from verse 4. Now when he had left speaking, talking about our Lord Jesus now. When Jesus had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a drought. And Simon answered said unto him, Master, we have toyed all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. And verse 7, And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships, so that they began to sink. Amen. So let us discuss this together again. The need of Simon the fisherman. Verse 4 told us that when Jesus left speaking, that is, when he finished speaking to the multitudes, having met the need of the people that were pressing on him, remember these people had the need to hear God's word. And in order for Christ to meet the needs of these numerous people, he used the boat of Peter who had toyed all night catching nothing. So Christ used his boat as a pupit to reach these multitudes. And having finished, Jesus now said to Simon to launch out into the deep and let down his nets for a drought. Remember Peter came to the lake of Gennesaret just for one thing, to catch fish. That was his purpose. He sought all night but got nothing. At this time, he may have been angry and you know you would have thought that Jesus did not see Peter's need. That he just came and just took his boat and made use of his boat. No, my master is never like that. No, he is not a tax master. He knew Peter had a need. So placing a demand on the ship of Peter was Christ's way of bringing help to the life of Peter. We have an high priest who can feel the pain, who can feel our infirmity. He can identify with us. So Christ knew the need in Peter's life. Christ could identify with Peter's challenge. He had to just minister to the needs of those many people that were crowding around him. And then he returned back to meet the need of Peter. Jesus met the need of the crowd. And then afterwards, he met the need of the one who was willing to yield his ship to the Lord. Peter was willing. He willingly yielded his ship to the Lord Jesus. And Jesus was able to identify with the need of Peter, the Peter that yielded his boat, his ship unto Jesus will not be neglected even by the Lord Jesus. So in verse 4, Jesus said to Peter, launch out into the deep. So we are seeing that in order for Jesus to meet the need of Peter, Christ gave Peter specific instruction. 
launch out into the deep one and let down your nets for a drought today is not a day for me to look into these phrases launch out into the deep let down your net for a drought but what i just want you to take today is the fact that in order for christ to meet your need he comes with instruction he instructed peter and then in verse 5 we are told that peter answered master we have toyed all the night and we have taken nothing but nevertheless are thy word i will let down the net so we are seeing that jesus having told peter to launch out peter responded i told jesus the situation so far peter did not hide this need from the lord jesus peter did not pretend as though he caught fish no he made his need bear to the lord jesus he said look we have toyed all night and caught nothing peter and his colleagues had labored all night to get fish yet their labor brought no fruit so hence the reason why they were washing their net in verse 2 they were washing their net so they can go away from the sea and go home they toyed yet nothing to show for it they labored yet nothing to reveal for their labor and as christ wanted to meet the need of peter peter did not pretend peter was willing to make his need more open to the lord jesus this was the peter that you know had the very reason to be angry that jesus stepped into his boat maybe if it's like many many of us women having had a knee you've had a long day you are exhausted you have been frustrated at work all sorts of things has happened and when you come back home and your children mistakenly step on your toes what happens you flare up you transfer the aggression to every member of your family but peter even though he had not encountered the cross he never acted that way he had toyed all day his energy has been exerted on fishing yet he got nothing he could have been frustrated seeing jesus entering his boat do you know jesus did not even take permission from him before stepping into the boat the bible says jesus saw two boats standing by the lake and then jesus entered into one of them which was simon then afterwards he asked peter to trust it so maybe if it's summer for you i say how dare you who do you think you are how could you step into my boat without even asking me so you become frustrated and take it on him just as many of you are doing in your matrimony some of your marriages are shattering your husbands are getting are becoming awkward in their relationship with you because you keep carrying out your frustration on them because of the need that faces your life now some of you women during your monthly circle you become very very angry very irritable you don't want to listen to anything everybody just have to just stay in one corner christ says no peter did not act that way he released his boats to the lord jesus and we now see jesus meeting the need of that peter peter though had logic reason 
not to cast in his nets as an experienced fisherman. Yet, what did Peter do? He chose to forgo his experiences in fishing. He chose to let go his disappointment in fishing. He chose to let go the time of the day, even though it was broad daylight. And Peter chose to act based on Jesus' word. Peter said in verse 5, that nevertheless at thy word. I don't want to be a woman who is struggling day in, day out to meet my emotional need, to meet my financial need, to meet my marital need. I want to put my needs into his hands. Peter labored day and night. He caught nothing. And when the master said, trust in your net, he willingly said, nevertheless, I have my logic. I have my experiences in fishing. But because you have spoken, I am going to let go. I am going to act in accordance to your word. Woman, are you willing to receive a word from the Lord concerning that situation that faces your life? Maybe for you, it is barrenness of many years in your matrimony. God says that is not the end of life. I have a word in season for you. Maybe you have heard that your husband has not had a child outside the marriage. Yes, it is difficult. Yes, it is challenging. Yes, it is disheartening. Yet, crisis, I have a way out. Are you going to be that woman who is going to respond even as Peter responded, nevertheless, at your word? Maybe you are about to pack out of your matrimony. Maybe you are about to write that divorce letter maybe your divorce case is already ongoing could this be a miss of christ saying allow me to take over your boat and i will show you how to trust in your net again i will show you what to do again are you willing to say lord jesus my husband has disappointed me so much my husband has been unfaithful to me for years. My husband has been messing about for years. Nevertheless, I die word. Maybe for you it is with a challenge for yourself, your husband, your children. Maybe you are tired. You don't know what to do anymore. Are you willing at this point to say, Jesus, the medical team may have tried, but they could not sort us out nevertheless at thy word are you willing to release that need in your child's life into his hands even as you saw the lord jesus meeting the need of peter he is more than willing rather than to retort to other things oftentimes women will look for other ways to meet our needs outside god there are women who have entered into extramarital relationship. Maybe you are one of those women who is feeding your emotional need on the internet. Crisis. It is time to step out of such lifestyle. And I will give you a word for your life. Peter, having accepted to launch into the deep at the word of Christ, 
even though Peter had toyed all night with no result. Now, indeed, he launched out his net. And the Bible says in verse 6 that when they had done this, what happened? They enclosed a great multitude of fishes to the point that their net broke. That Peter that had the need before, that Peter that caught nothing all night at this junction, had a net full of multitudes of fishes. Having released his boat for the master to meet the need of the multitude, Christ met his need beyond his dream, beyond his imagination. As Peter embraced and believed on, on the word of Christ, his need of fish was met beyond his imagination. Woman, your need is not an issue to God. Christ can meet them in his own way, in his own time. Every need in these early verses, in this Luke 5, were all met. The needs of the people were met. The need of Jesus for a pupit was met. The need of Peter for fish was met. And it is my prayer that as you journey with us throughout this series, the Lord will do a work in your life whereby you will come to that place of yielding your totality into His hands. May you not allow your past experiences or your present experience to hinder you from experiencing something new from the Lord Jesus. May you be willing to throw away your wisdom, your logical reasons, and embrace what the Lord is saying to your heart. Maybe people have advised you that, look, send the man out. He's a foolish man. How could he have done this? How could he have done that? I am praying that you will yield the voice of the Lord that is speaking to you through this series. He met the need in Peter's life and he is able also to meet your need. Amen. podcast today we are continuing a series called putting our needs in his hand our topic for today is the greatest need of all we have been reading Luke 5 verse 1 to 3 and we have been seeing how the multitudes had a need Jesus had a need and Peter had a need today we'll be seeing the greatest need of all in this amazing story we've seen how Peter had an even deeper need than lots of fish we'll be seeing how Peter had a need to know the word of God. Peter had a need to understand. Peter had a need for Jesus. Peter had a need for God. Sisters, do you have a need? Do you have a yearning to know God? Do you have a need to understand his word? Sisters, Peter had a need. Even though Peter may not have even known it himself, he went to fish, but he caught none. Jesus fulfilled his need of getting fish, but he even fulfilled an even deeper need. He fulfilled the need of Peter's 
Not just Peter's need for fish, but also Peter's need even deeper. He felt Peter's need for himself. It was only after Peter caught those fish that Peter was able to see that, oh, I am a sinner. I need Jesus to help me. Sisters, you have a need. In whatever trial or tribulation you are in, there is an even greater need than your physical need. If you just focus on the things that you need on this earth, a job, money, things to eat, how to clothe yourself, how to wash yourself, you know, about your children. If you just focus on those things and you do not look up and see the heavenly things, your life is void. Sisters, look up to God. See your even greater need. Do not just look at your needs that are on earth. Look at your needs that are in heaven. Look at your spiritual needs and not just your physical ones. Deborah Shinobi, now take us further on this matter. Heavenly Father, thank you once again for your word that you are opening up to us. As we continue again, we just ask that you speak that we might hear you. In Jesus' name, Amen. The Lord has been taking us through this series, putting your needs in His hands. Putting our needs in His hands. The honest truth is that till Jesus comes or till He calls us home, we will forever have needs. Our needs differs depending on our seasons of life also. The need of a single woman may not be the need of a married woman. The need of a married woman may not be the need of a widow. And the need of different married women may differ. But one thing is, the one who meets our needs remains the same. We saw he met the needs of the multitudes. He met the need of Peter at the lake of Gennesaret. And he wants to meet your need. Today, before we move on, may I ask you to feel free to visit our website for follow-up. For any episode you've missed, go on our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk Or you can also go on our contact us page on our website and contact us. There are various means in which you can contact us. Maybe there is a particular need that you want to share with us. Do feel free to contact us. Last time we saw the need of Simon the fisherman met by the Lord Jesus. His need of fish. Christ did not overlook it. As ephemeral as that may be. As insignificant as it may be to some of us. Christ knew that getting fish matters so much to Peter. And Christ met that need. So today we want to look on the greatest need of all. There was a need in Peter's life that was not visible. Yet it was an underlying need. So Christ meeting the multitude through Peter's boat. Christ meeting the need of fish in Peter's life were only a means to an end. They were not the end in itself. So let us go and read the book of Luke. We'll read chapter 5 verse 8 verse 9 and verse 11. Again, I will be reading from the King James Version. If you are in a position to read, do grab your Bible as we read together. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. So are you saying 
Earlier on in verse 1 to 7, we saw the various needs and how Jesus met the need of Peter. Peter, having seen what Jesus did, he responded, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. Verse 9 For he was astonished, and all that were with him at the drought of the fishes which they had taken. Verse 11 And when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. Amen. Peter, though we saw a physical need of fish in his life, yet there is a deeper need. He was a sinful man. He had the need of a savior. He was a dirty man. He had the need to be cleansed by the Lord. Perhaps his constant going to the lake of Glenazarite to fish was a way to just, you know, to just cover up his need. You know, oftentimes many of our men, they are bottling in many things. Some of them, they are using alcohol as a means to just get over whatsoever is facing them. So Peter had a deeper need. The need on the surface was actually nothing compared to the need within. And Christ, the one who knows all and who knows how to resolve every need. Do you see the way he went by meeting the need of Peter? And before I go on, I just felt I should encourage some of you ladies that are going through our podcast, whose husbands are not following, whose husbands are not believers, whose husbands come to church, but you know they have no close work with God. Christ says, leave them into my hands. I know how to meet their physical need and then their spiritual need. You just make yourself a platform for me to operate from in order to meet your husband. We saw last time from verse 7 and so on, we saw how Jesus commanded Peter to launch in his net and how Peter did indeed and the aftermath of Peter's obedience. Peter caught great multitudes of fishes, isn't it? And Peter beckoned to their partners to come and help them. You see, Peter did not keep it to himself. The partners came. And as the partners came, everyone who had they came. Is that not the beginning of revival? Anyway, I don't want to go into that. So they came. They filled their boat. Both ships, the Bible says, were filled. There was an outburst. There was more than enough for both Peter's ship and that of his partner. And, you know, this was the same river that Peter and his partner had toyed all night. Yet, they caught nothing. But at the master's word, we saw that Peter caught. Christ's word made the difference. They caught so much to the point that their nets began to break. Even their ship began to sink. You know, such was the magnitude of their catch. And I don't know what would become of their nets. If their ship was beginning to sink, what becomes of their net? If when the net caught nothing, they were mending it, how much more now when they've caught multitudes? So now in that verse 8, we see the reason behind all of God's provision in Peter's life. In verse 1, verse 2, verse 3, as 
Luke brought this certainty report even to Theophilus. For Peter, having caught unnumbered fishes, Peter fell down, verse 8 told us, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Christ should depart from him. Peter saw his sinfulness. Christ's provision, Christ meeting his need, caused Peter to see his sinfulness. The wonder, the miracle that Christ did brought Peter to the place of seeing himself as he was. He saw himself as a sinful man. He saw his unworthiness and therefore he begged Christ to depart from him. And as Christ will be meeting your need, the goal of this is to bring you closer to himself. Oftentimes, it is God's provision to women that lure women again away from God. You see women who have been trusting God for a stable marriage and the moment their marriage becomes stable, they neglect God. They say, well, I have to spend time with my husband. Am I saying we should not spend time with our husbands? Absolutely not. So the need in Peter's life, having been met, that need, the meeting of that need actually became a gateway to Peter being delivered from his sinfulness. And you know, many, many of our churches are filled with many women praying this, praying that, from prophetic conferences to prophetic conferences, seeking solutions, seeking way out. And many of us have come with great testimonies of God's divine provision, of God's divine answering our prayer. But my question is, has that miracle, has that provision connected you deeper with Christ? Has that provision taken away your sinfulness? Because the honest truth is that the goal of the Christian life is not the accumulation of wealth. It's not the meeting of our physical need. It is much more a deliverance from the life of sin. Is that your experience? It is my prayer that every provision of God as it meets your need, that will connect you deeper unto Christ himself. So Peter having cried out together with his partner, who were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, we see Jesus now assuring Peter in verse 10 that he should fear not from henceforth to make him fishers of men. Though the miracle performed brought divine provision to Peter, yet it was Christ's means of opening Peter's eyes to Peter's sinfulness. Without saying much, that miracle connected Peter to the work of salvation. I am seeing Jesus saying, that need in your life, release it into my hands and I will bring you to the meeting of that deeper need that you may not even know. Jesus said to Peter, from henceforth, you shall catch men. That single meeting at the lake of Gennesaret changed Peter's life forever. It changed him from a fisher of fish to a fisher of men. And I think verse 11 stood out so much to me. Verse 11 confirmed the action of these brothers. Though they caught such a great fishes. Different kind of fishes. Tilapia, salmon, 
mackerel just name it they brought their ships to land and they forsook these diverse fishes that they've caught they forsook all and followed jesus is this not what your response should be as you see your need met must you not forsake all to follow jesus this reminds me of the man Bartimaeus also who was healed of his blindness and he forsook his begging ministry and followed jesus in the way that's in mark 10 verses 46 to 52 Peter and his partners went to the Sea of Gennesaret because they were seeking. There was a quest in their hearts and on this particular day, they caught salvation. I am seeing that behind every pursuit, there is a quest. People go to work to seek money for their livelihood, just as Peter and his partner went to Gennesaret Lake to catch fish. Yet, if their daily going on to seek fishes ended just in fishing it would have been a wasted life just as if our life revolved around just our material need our feeding our clothing if that is our lives without christ then it is a wasted life jesus is the reason for living and as many that find jesus leave their past behind they leave their position behind to go and follow jesus maybe you have experienced diverse miracles from god have you left all to follow him are you willing to live all now to follow christ who is the treasure of all treasures christ is that hidden treasure that you need to discover not the need on the surface that you have been battling, that you have been lying. You know, many women, because of the need in our lives, we turned ourselves to liars. Many women are messing about with their bodies because of needs. Yet, that need released into Jesus' hand brings you to the place of discovering Christ, who is the hidden treasure in the midst of your earthly needs. He is the one to seek for. Yet, in his mercy, he always meets our physical need. And he is seeking to meet that deeper need of yours. That that takes you from side to side. You've been going and going. Yet, your life solution, you haven't found it. Some of you have moved from meetings to meetings. From deliverance services to many deliverance services. Yet, your situation hasn't changed. It is my prayer that as Peter willingly yielded his heart to the Lord Jesus, as Peter willingly opened up his physical need to Jesus, you will open up and you will yield your heart to our provider, to the one who wants to meet your deeper need. Amen. This is Women in Revival podcast. Today, we are finishing a series called Pitting Our Needs in His Hands. 
Our topic for today is the all-sufficient God. Today we'll be seeing how God is all-sufficient and how indeed he fulfilled the needs of every single person who had a need in this story that we've been looking at in the Bible. We have been seeing how Peter had a need, how the multitudes had a need, and how even Jesus himself had a need. Today we'll be seeing how God fulfilled every single one of these needs. Sisters, God is an all-sufficient God. Whatever need you have, maybe it's maybe your finances, your husband, your children, even your job. Whatever it is, God can fulfill that need. Sisters, put all your needs in God's hands. God can fulfill your needs and indeed as he is fulfilling them, he will indeed show you needs that you never knew that you had. Sisters, put everything in God's hands. God is an all-sufficient God. God can help you. Whatever situation you are in today, give your life to Jesus. Allow him to take control of your life. Put all your needs in God's hands. Because God is the all-sufficient God who can indeed change your life around. Deborah Shinobi will not take us further on this matter. Father, we thank you for how you have helped us throughout this series. Thank you for day one to today, the last day of this series. Please, close up everything, Lord, in our hearts. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you so, so much for still joining us throughout this series. As we round up this series today, it is my prayer that the Lord will bring you to the place of putting your needs in His hands. If you have missed any episode or you want to listen to this series again, go back to our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk And if you want to contact us, contact us or go on our contact us page and contact us and we'll be willing and more than happy to respond to you as you contact us. To get any of this uh, podcast, on our website, go on WIR Podcast and there you will get our various series that we have done. We are rounding up this series today. We have seen how God made the need of the multitudes, the need of Jesus himself, the need of a pupil, it was met. The need of Simon was met. And last time we saw the greatest need of all, which is the need of salvation. That was what Peter needed. And Peter received even salvation. Christ did not only meet Peter's physical need, but he also met his spiritual need. And Peter left even all those earthly provision of fishes and went away and followed the Lord Jesus. He used to fish for fish, but as for Jesus says, you will fish for man. So today as we round up, let us look at the topic, the all-sufficient God, the all-sufficient God. We saw his sufficiency in Luke chapter 5 as he met the various need and even the hidden need in the life of Peter and even in the life of the sons of Zebedee. He saw their quest. He saw that there was a deeper need beyond just fishing. 
and Christ met it. So let us go now and read the book of Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. It is my encouragement for you that whatever your life need is, you will come to this my all sufficient. He alone is sufficient for your emotional need, for your spiritual need, for your financial need. Just name whatsoever need you have. He is the all-sufficient God. So let us read the book of Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. And it reads, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. My God shall supply all your need, whatever they may be. Our all-sufficient God is able to make that supply of your life need. Why trouble yourself here and there? Why going through and through? Why becoming restless? Why not turn to the God who is able to supply all your need in accordance to his riches in glory? I love the Passion Translation, the way it puts it. It says, I am convinced that my God will fully satisfy every need you have. Woman, I, Deborah, I am convinced of this. That my God will fully satisfy every need you have. For I have seen the abundant riches of glory revealed to me through the anointed one, Jesus Christ. Is that not what we have seen so far in Luke chapter 5? As he revealed the abundant riches of glory through Jesus to the multitudes, to Peter, to John and James Zebedee. Yes, that same God can meet your need also. Also in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20, we read that now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, Above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. God is able to do beyond what you think of, to do beyond what you ask for. God is able to do exceedingly beyond, above and beyond your expectation. God is able to do that. So whatsoever the need is in your life, I am praying that you will lay that need at his feet. Hebrews 4 verse 16 also says, Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. I am not sure, my listener, if you have found grace. Grace is our Lord Jesus Christ. That was what Peter found at the end of the day. He found grace. The grace of God that brings salvation appeared to Peter and Peter received him. Are you born again? Have you received the Lord Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior? You notice that I'm not asking whether you go to church or whether you don't go to church first. Have you confessed Jesus as the Lord of your life? If you have, 
are you pressing on to know him more? If you haven't, here is an opportunity to come and put your faith in the Lord Jesus. In Genesis chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, we learned of how God created the heavens and the earth and made man. And by chapter 3, man disappointed God and let God down and sinned. And since then, the nature of sin was passed down to all humanity. So every human, we have the need of holiness. We have the need of being born again. Jesus spoke in John chapter 3 verse 3 that except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Your physical need may be met. After all, he gives his reign to both the just and the unjust. He meets the need of everyone. But if your spiritual need is still hanging there, then you have a risk of eternal security. And that is what matters most. God provided for you His only begotten Son. He gave the blood of His cross for your personal cleansing, for your perpetual cleansing, and for your perfect cleansing. Are you willing to come and receive this provision that God had already made available for your need of salvation? Christ's death at Calvary was God's way of displaying to humanity his all-sufficiency, sufficient to meet our physical need and sufficient to meet our salvation need. Would you want to make Jesus the Lord of your life? Maybe you are driving, cooking in your office. Maybe somebody just passed this podcast to you and you are listening to it by accident so to say could this be an opportunity for you to let go of your past life to let go of your pursuit to come and follow jesus shall we pray i want you to say to the lord jesus i have been seeking and searching for years but lord jesus i am sorry for not coming to you for what i'm seeking for I lay my physical need at your feet. I put my need into your hands. But much more beyond my need now, I want you as my Lord and personal Savior. Thank you, Jesus. I will let go of my sin and I am willing to embrace you as the Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, Amen. If you have prayed with us do you want to contact us let us hear your stories contact us on plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five or email us on info at oakofrighteousness.co.uk maybe you have struggled for years in trying to see how to meet your need maybe that has taken you you've become addicted and this afternoon you have committed your heart to the Lord Jesus. Do get in contact with us and let us see how we can journey with you in this your newfound faith. So as we finish this series at last, I am commending you unto the hands who is able to keep and watch over you. May you begin to learn to bring your need 
even unto him who's got the whole world in his hands. Amen. <music>